A reading from Isaiah 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Now from the pen of Martin Luther, a meditation on the power of the gospel using the words and themes of Isaiah 6. The seraphim stood ready to serve the Lord. Their cry is a declaration of preaching. Holy, holy, holy. No one has ascended into heaven but he who descended from heaven, John chapter 3. And chapter 16, he will convince the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Those who boast of their own holiness do not cry, Holy is the Lord God. But as desecrators of God's name, they make their boast in man. The Sanctus in the Mass is a song for the boys, but the preacher is the public singer of it. As long as we live, there is never enough singing. When Peter sang this song in Acts chapter 2, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brethren, what shall we do? There will never be a lack of fruit and faith for the true preaching of Christ and for his purified holiness. Just as here, too, the lintels of the temple, that is, the house itself, were shaken by their voice, so also those who are in the church are moved by the gospel and do not belong to the number of the blinded. Paul says the gospel is bearing fruit and growing in the whole world. It makes an impression because it is high and exalted. The conscience is terrified when it hears that everything is condemned and Christ alone is holy, and he alone enlightens every man coming into this world. The house was filled with smoke. In other places, such as Exodus chapter 40 and 1 Kings chapter 8, Scripture says that clouds filled the house and calls the cloud the glory of the Lord. And it denotes a smoking faith, one that knows that all our own things are defiled. Here Christ dwells, a light rising and justifying after the old man has been put to death. Confession then follows this hovering smoke, and the confession is, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Then the severe judgment of God is felt, which forcibly elicits such confession. This is the first part of penitence, namely contrition, which shakes the thresholds and raises the smoke, namely a feeling of the divine word condemning the entire human righteousness. Then comes the seraph, that is, the preacher of the gospel, which is the fiery coal, 
and promises the forgiveness of sins for Christ's sake and lifts one up to righteousness. Therefore, through the law comes knowledge of sin. Through the gospel comes the knowledge and reception of grace and righteousness. The glowing coal is the word kindled by the Holy Spirit in love, whereby those who have been put to death are revived by the cry of the seraphim. To touch the mouth is to strike the heart with the gospel, which is sweet to the bitter heart. Then the heart is a fit vessel for honor, because it will go for the Lord, that is, it will be his instrument for teaching others, hearing and breaking through, even though with danger, the last comfort.